0: Yes, that was a new intro. So, <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Autistic Eyes. I'm your host here, Christopher Cass, and that artistic photographer who just wants to be able to go out and learn more of the world and share it. So, and here I have uh, a good friend of mine, Mary Zaiola Vega, who is the, um, who is the started, owns, mm-hmm. and drives, driving athletes. Mm-hmm. And this is over the sub, hey, Michelle. And this is over the subject of scholarships. So how about, so um, maybe to start off with a very quick introduction here.
1: Okay, cool, cool. As Chris said, I'm Mary Vega. I'm the founder and CEO of Thriving Athletes. Thriving Athletes has been around for about 13 years now. We've helped over 476 kids and $21 million in scholarships. We have helped funding um, with athletes and other students, all sorts of students, um, helping them find the perfect fit in college. Um, been doing that because of it. Um, when my daughter was young, some coach told her she'd never play in college, and mm-hmm. as a good mom, I said, we'll figure it out. So I've been spending the last uh, 13 plus years figuring it out and I'm doing it full time now. Um, well, full time, full time, like nothing else. I, I got rid of my store in June, since June, but otherwise mm. my store in this was, uh, was I was always doing my store and this, but now so full time.
0: Wow, we're really jumping towards the origin story here. So let's go <laughs> deep into it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. The store is now closed. And mm. so now so there, what kind of store was it, by the way, a specialty dress shop for prom homecoming. Mm. Yeah. Um, galas. Like that's why all the girls hit from, um, an event we went to had yep. all the dresses on is because they got it for me.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. Mm. And I have about 150 dresses in my basement. So um, looking to wholesale them out. So if you know of anyone looking for dresses, guess who? <laughs> mm. Yep.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Getting
0: to, uh... I can't remember what kind of events from high school. It's been way too long for me. Shows how old I am. So. No.
1: Well, prom homecoming for you, Indiana, winter ball.
0: Oh I don't recall ever having winter ball in my school, but
1: Oh really? Oh yeah. Um sure. Hammond, well hey, Velcro, Patty. Maryville. Hey Patty, how are you? Yeah, um, all those guys, um the you know, I've I've been at prom Point. They have mm-hmm. the winter balls, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. And they have prom too. So, yeah. I, anyway, back to the origin story of how you actually got started with uh, deciding you wanted to start an athletes. So, it was about uh, your daughter trying to uh,
2: get yeah.
0: some sort of scholarship, and the coach said that she would never be able to. And then, what happened that made you make that mind sweet, that really got you to really look into it and decide, oh, I'm going to take this on to help others.
1: That's a great question, Chris. Uh, Let me go back a little step back. In eighth grade, she did that test. You know how every doctor has you touch your toes? Yeah. Well, for sports physicals or whatever, high school physicals, you got to touch your toes. (laughs) When she did that, her back was like this, like way off. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, come on, don't do that. You know, stop fooling around, right? And she's like, I'm not, what are you talking about? Well, when she stood up, um, I never noticed I guess I'm going to call myself a bad mom here, never noticed, but she was totally turned. Mm
2: -hmm. But
1: they had told me she had grown six inches in less than six months. So what happened is that her scoliosis went headstrong. And so they couldn't even put her into a, um, a, like a, a, what do you call those same things? A cast or a a brace because it was too turned too fast. So she had surgery done and she was already playing sports. So she had surgery done like during the summertime and came back her freshman year couldn't play like the fall season, but went into club right after that because she came back so strong. I mean, we're and then she also had some jaw surgery because she had um, she grew too fast, so everything was uneven, right? So they had to go in and cut her jaw and do all this other stuff too. So she had all this surgery, and this girl came back so quick, so fast, and so healthy. When she went to go play club ball, um, the first thing that came out of the coach's mouth is, you know now that she has these 17 inch rods in her back and all this wire in her back and her chin and whatever else, you know, she'll never play in college. And I went like, what? And my
0: invite at that moment was how the hell do you know?
1: Well, Well, I, as a mom, just having my first kid in sports, I was like, what that can't be true, right? I was like, What when I was in college, how they did it was I went to um, I was at a high school, the coach went around and said, Do you want to play at my school? Do you want to play at my school? Do you want to play at my school? I said, Sure, went there and screwed hmm. up my scholarship, but I was there. <laughs> you know, then I, I, that I, it was a long time ago, Chris, a long time ago, and the drinking age went to 19, and hmm. I found out that very early that that drinking age was a lot more fun than playing sports. Hmm. But, not now anymore, of course, but that's what I thought when I was 19, mm-hmm. so lost my scholarship, still went to school, did all that kind of stuff. But anyhow, needless to say, I didn't have any idea what to do next. So when they told me this, I was like, you have to be kidding me. So she was at a club and she was still a great athlete. So um, mm-hmm. I just thought, no way am i gonna let that happen. And then as I got her a placement, um, other people come to me and say, how did you do that? <laughs> What did you do? And then I would help them out. And then clubs would call me and say, Hey, we need a recruiting coordinator. Would you be interested in coming on? Um, Since your daughter's here, that will pay for her fees. So that's how I pay for her fees and her travel because Mm -hmm. they paid for me for the travel because I was helping recruiting. So as that went along the way, that's how it kind of went. The clubs would call me and say, Hey, we want to hire you to go out to this event to do the recruiting. Would you be interested in going out there? We'll pay you this much money. And then parents would say, Hey, How'd you do that? Can I hire you? And it kind of developed into. Just kind
0: of went in the snowball effect with more and more coming in, and you just thought, hey, there's something here.
1: (laughs) Yes, I did. In fact, um, I had a name originally called Educated Athletes. And um, I did that because I'd always originally started with people knowing that you don't always have to be that top athlete. If you love the game and Mm -hmm. have whatever you need to take to go to that school, you could probably play if you had the right. The whole like all puzzle pieces put together, you could probably play. Um, But then I lost that um, through. um, (laughs) I lost that because NCAA bought it up actually, bought up Mm. the URL for their homeschool kids. So I thought, well, I must have something here. (laughs) If NCAA is buying that up, I must have something. And then people just start calling me. So I, uh, I so that's what I do now. Now I'm doing it totally full time. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I mean, woo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes it's yeah, very exciting and yet it's um different um yeah but yeah full time
0: but, but it's new territory for you so that's awesome and yeah. you really are you really look to be enjoying it
1: oh i I love it. You know, um, like we were just talking here earlier and I got a message. Someone wants to talk to me about being a new customer. And I'm like, yeah, because I just love helping these kids find that perfect fit. And hmm. that's what it's about. And that's where the scholarships come in because there are only five sports that are fully funded sports. Fully funded means room board tuition and books.
0: Hmm.
1: Only five. Okay. Only
0: five.
1: Yes. That's men's football, women's volleyball, women's gymnastics, women's tennis, and boys and girls um, basketball. Hmm. That's it. The reason why it's like that is because Title IX was, uh, I can't remember what year, 81, maybe? uh, Maybe even 79, uh, 81, I'm not sure. Um, You have to have the equal amount of guys and girls, money-wise, to Hmm. have those exact same scholarships. Since football has so many people on it. Yeah, especially
0: since America football, of course.
1: Exactly, and there's so many people that they have to they, they cannot that money has to be equalized and so gymnastics has a lot of people um tennis you know those types of things that can go ahead and equal out those numbers mm. yeah yeah that's what fully funded is
0: Patty <laughs> that's, that's what fully funded means
1: yeah and then yeah it, and they so, go ahead yeah
0: now so, that's yeah talking about okay those are the main five have you ever gotten anyone that's came to thriving athletes that's looking for something that's a bit more on the unusual side, in your opinion, such as maybe wrestling or whatnot.
1: Yep, I have archery, equestrian right now. I have an yeah. archery kid, an equestrian kid, um, wrestling. Um, this is how we got to look at it. There yeah. are ways that you can go ahead and become a professional athlete, correct? Yeah. Um, professional tennis, professional gymnastics, professional volleyball. Actually, volleyball in, in Europe is very big. They pay you to play. But sports like wrestling, um, archery um uh skeet shooting those type of things they're they're not professional um sports so that's why they're, that's it, not why but that's it people don't like to go into those sports because like there's no nothing for me to do right i won't become mm-hmm. a professional but there are ways they can still go to college and mm-hmm. earn money there i mean there is ways to do that
0: So, and what are those ways
1: the good question <laughs> the good question so they're called equivalency equivalency sports okay mm. which means you may have 25 kids on a team and the coach only has a hundred thousand dollars to give out mm. he can like he can take that money and equally spread it out throughout the team or what most coaches do is they say you're the most important person or the most valuable person the one that gives the score the most i'm gonna give you more money Um, you're probably going to sit the bench. So you might not get as much money. Those are division two, division, um, division two, and then junior college, junior college, division two, those Mm -hmm. sports are the ones. And then any other D one that's a non, that's an equivalency sport too. So Mm -hmm. there, there's a lot out there. There's a lot more sports that are equivalency sports, not headcount sports. So Mm -hmm. that's where we help them find the scholarships. So they may get a little bit of money for athletic wise, some may get full rides if they're really that good,
2: hmm.
1: okay? It just depends. It's all a negotiation game, and then that's, that's where we negotiate.
0: Yeah, And that's just on the sports side. There's also, I remember you doing a live stream before about all the different tier schools and whatnot as well, and everyone yeah. wants to go to that top tier always, but that doesn't mean that that's necessarily the best for them. Could you explain more about that?
1: Sure can. Um, I'll give you a great example. I recently had an athlete um, that decided that he was going to play. He wanted to be on this big football team, no matter Mm -hmm. what. He didn't care if he read the, if he rolled the bench or whatever he did, he just wanted to go Purdue. That's where he wanted to go. He wanted Mm -hmm. to go there no matter what. So they offered him a big school position as a walk-on. A walk-on means you are walking onto the team, Mm -hmm. no strings attached, no contract, no no reason to play. You're just going to be there and be in a uniform. No money, no nothing.
0: Really? <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to go that badly because just the name attached? Or? Yes,
1: yes. Hmm. He's a business major, so he doesn't need to be at Purdue for a business major. I mean, it's a great school, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think that's where the opening of the eyes have to be done in the parents and the athletes that what is, what's important to the athlete is the athlete want to play in college because that's what they know, because that's hmm. what they've been doing since they're five years old. Or do they just want to go to college? Not just, they want to go to college and maybe just, just study and not do their sports. Hmm. If they want to do them together, they have to find the right fit. Yeah. And that's the hardest discussion I have with parents. If you want to find a scholarship to play in college, you have to accept where you're going to fit in this world of colleges. It mm. might not be Penn state. It may be, I don't know, Truman college, which I love that school. So if it's Truman college, people are watching. I love that school in Missouri, mm. but if that's a best fit for you because you get the right money, the right academics, and you're going to be an active member of the team, then that's mm. your perfect fit. Yeah. Where other kids will say, no, nope, I'm just going to go to Purdue. It's going to cost me $100,000 before I graduate. And my mom and dad are going to pay for it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, not the best attitude because I could go downhill real quick.
1: Oh my gosh. And this poor kid. Um, yeah. He thinks his mom and dad are paying for it. And I'm like, sorry, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. So we'll work on academic scholarships. So that's another hmm. way scholarships mm-hmm. you if you have the magic number for academic scholarships is 26 on an act
2: mm-hmm.
1: if you have 26 and above that's usually the magic number to get some merit-based scholarships
2: mm-hmm.
1: if your EFC is usually 7,000 and below your EFC on your FAFSA then you usually can get some needs-based scholarships mm-hmm. okay that totally lose you
0: <laughs> it's been a while since i looked up college stuff again i'm showing my age
1: <laughs> <laughs> looking at me like what <laughs> so there are ways to get to scholarships you just have to know how to how to find them and marry them mm. together yeah
0: yeah yeah and you just mentioned the uh, multiple scholarships so i'm guessing there's a lot more than just sports right
1: oh my gosh there is in fact i have my phone here for the reason i wanted to show you something hang on mm. Okay, um, wrong one. Hang. On, hang on. I have a little app here. Okay, here it is. Okay, so I know it's going to be hard to see. Let me go this way. Oh wait, uh, wait, wait. No. there, and there. Right? Yeah. Okay, see these little apps? These are apps on my phone that anyone mm-hmm. can go into. I'll read them real quick. Okay. There's my Schoolie. There is College Aid. Raise me, raise me up is a great one. Scholarships galore. Grant. Apply me. And then another one called Scholarship Gator. So these Mm. are apps that you can find on your phone and you can actually sit there and apply for things on your phone. Hmm. Ones that may not need essays. And that is just, just a little bit of the sampling. (laughs) Just this bit. (laughs) Really
0: taking advantage of that tech. It makes me wonder if you're going to have a thriving athletes app.
1: Working on it.
0: Oh, I hit the Oh, I actually got it right.
1: Yeah. I actually met someone the other day that actually does apps and mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about it. Cause that is my goal because right now when people go on the site um, they can go and look for stuff, but it will be fantastic to go ahead and have all that where they can go in and click in and go to the different places that have scholarships, mm-hmm. etc. cetera. Um, Thriving athletes itself. Um, we're working on funding a scholarship. We have a couple people that have asked to help fund one mm-hmm. and kind of come up with their own because I offer businesses all the time. If you want to fund a scholarship, I mean, we had one funding for a Rockford event, um, Jean Latch, who is a great mm-hmm. photographer, someone you should probably get to know. Um, mm-hmm. She does portrait photography. She's really great. Um, she had a scholarship out there, $250. So, you know, someone could have earned it at, at an event. So so regular mm-hmm. business can make their own scholarships too. And then that will be on the app. And then there, it's going to be an app also for coaches to go on and find different athletes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, since you just discussed of, discussed of uh, you know, Creating a scholarship. What kind of, what exactly is the process for starting a scholarship for anyone interested? <clears throat> Me. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> it's actually very easy. Mm. Um, all you have to do is write up the stipulations of what a scholarship is. Um, I have someone on my team, Teresa Harris. She owns a company called Scholarship Mama, so she really helps when I write up scholarships. Mm. Um, she, it's very easy. You just have to write up the specifics and be very specific. Mm. Of what, how you want that scholarship to be spent and where it needs to go. And then once it's funded, all you have to do is make it available to the public. And mm-hmm. you can go ahead and go ahead and put it on those different apps or offer it out just in general. But mm-hmm. most people that offer it are nonprofits so they can write it off, which I think you're you're applying for, right? Or are you a nonprofit already or no? Um,
0: not yet. Eh, right now it's just in the okay idea just popped up phase kind of thing. Okay,
1: got it. Yeah, I mean, I actually am on a nonprofit board, so they carry thriving Mm. athletes for me. So you might want to think about that Mm. for your very first um, time being a 5013C. And they carry me as one of their, um, because I'm a board member, so they carry me as one of their people. Mm. And then from there, after I'm on that so much time, then we're going to flip that over to my own 5013C in in the name Mm. of empowering athletes. Mm. Okay, so...
0: Doing scholarships means you start up a 501 suite. Feet- no, you feet- can do
1: anything. You can do it on, on profit, non-profit, for-profit. But most people that do it are mm-hmm. non-profit so they can write it off. But you can mm-hmm. do it for-profit with no problem.
2: Yep. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All you have to
1: do is be clear on your yeah. stipulations.
0: Yeah, because if not, then, well, people can take advantage of that, unfortunately.
1: And they do. Oh, my God. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> They Would turn around uh, and say, I, but if you let's say it was just for autistic people, and they turn around and say, But yet, when I was in first grade, I was labeled autistic, and now I'm not anymore. Well, maybe that's not part of your stipulation. Maybe your hmm. stipulation is that you have to be 18 to have an IEP, and you have to have this and this and that, hmm. you know. So, that's the things you have to really be really specific about, or maybe you want to just use it for an autistic person that's an artist. You can hmm. be that specific,
2: yeah,
0: And the way with how the depth is going straight up uh in some ways i could see how people can be that desperate with you know cheat, cheating out on scholarships but okay. still but, yeah i mean last year the the estimate was if i remember correctly a uh, 1.5 trillion now it last is, year what is it now
1: it no now is one it, it was 1.4 now it's 1.5 Mm. $1.5 $5. 5 trillion dollars in debt, the United States is in student loan debt. And most of those, I think it is two thirds of them, are in default. Jeez. I know, right? Which is terrible. So basically, the whole idea that what Thriving Athletes is about is to graduate with little or no debt. I mean, some mm-hmm. people may have some debt because they, they chose to go to Harvard and they didn't have Harvard money. So they ended up with 5,000 of their Stanford loans or unsubsidized loans or whatever it might mm-hmm. be end up with those loans, but they may, it's a lot less than 150,000. Hmm. And that's why I tell people. If you end up, you know, getting all your scholarships and you maxed out everything and the school costs 47,000 to go to, and you got 31,000, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, I have so many people that want to go for free because I think the government's always cheating them. Um, yes. School is expensive, but it's still a business and they're still looking for money yeah. and they're going to try. It's just and-
0: a matter of how they allocate the it- money that we have arguments over.
1: Exactly. So we- exactly. Exactly. Um, I know one school, um, I don't know if I could say it on here or not, but I will, Butler. <laughs> <laughs> Butler. Butler has told their students when they apply, we have no more money left. Do not come back and ask us for more money. Hmm. So, I mean, I've worked with a few students that went there that they should have gotten a full ride with hmm. no no doubt in my mind they should have had a full ride. I mean, Mm. enough where I've proven it a thousand times at other schools, but they wanted to go to Butler, no matter what. Mm. They wanted to go there. They took on the debt and Butler made it real clear that they're not giving out any more scholarships. So that's one thing that's going different in this world of financial aid. Mm. The schools are saying, we are not, don't come back and ask us. We're not going to give you any more money.
0: Yeah. It's kind of gotten down to that path now. So it's just, yeah before it gets even more out of control than it already is.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah.
1: Exactly. And that's where I'm hoping that I can come in and help, you know, cause get this, get this, Chris, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. 8.1 million high school athletes. That's a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Only 400,000 play sports. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they're either burnt out or they think they can't play because it's not at the best, you know, Penn state level. Or whatever, so they don't play,
2: hmm.
1: or they don't change sports, so they can go ahead and continue and pay for college. So I just think that's so crazy. I mean, oh. that's crazy. It's not even enough. There's like four thousand schools in the United States, right? That's only hundred kids, right? Is that right? That's only hundred kids per yeah. school, yeah. and that's not enough to cover a team.
0: Hmm. Well, yeah. Well,
1: I know schools that have called me and said, I'm sitting on six scholarships. Can you find me some kids? Hmm. And kids, I don't want to go there. I don't like that school. It's too small. It's too whatever.
0: You know, do you think that's part of the problem? Because everyone just wants to go to the top tier all all the time and never think of the more smaller schools, Mm -hmm. maybe even a community college or something like that. Mm -hmm. That would be much more better fit, I guess Mm -hmm. you could say. Mm
2: -hmm. Hmm.
1: That's like, if I had a little bell here, I'd be dinging it, dinging it, ding, ding, ding. That's a bingo. That's a mm. like, you, bingo. You got it. Too many people have in their head, and it comes from the parents, okay? Comes, mm. from and actually, actually comes from that. It actually actually comes from some of the educators, too, that keep pushing these big-name schools. But, you know, these big-name schools have these huge marketing budgets, and, boy, they look great, and they're attracting all these kids, right?
2: Yeah.
1: And these littler schools don't have the marketing budget, so I'm trying to help them and market them out there. Because there's some great schools that these kids have no idea that they could really thrive. Yes, they could mm. thrive so much better than they did at a big, huge school. Mm. But no one's introducing them to them. And, and you're right. And what's going to happen here, you know, years down, not next year or whatever, but years down the road, these smaller schools, like right now, Roosevelt and um, Robert Morris, they mm. merged. Mm. Because they have enough students.
2: So,
1: yeah. And that's right here in Chicago. So they just merged good and bad. Good, because mm-hmm. now they can have more money to pull from. Bad, what happens to all those teams that have to come together?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now kids are going to lose scholarships, etc. But good, because maybe there'll be more money to give out to different things, or maybe more scholarship money, who knows. But yeah, that's what's going to start happening, because these little schools are not going to be able to stay in business, because these kids keep picking these big schools. Then it's so funny that they mm-hmm. graduate, and then they don't do anything but move back home. And yet they could have went to another, a different type of school that might've excelled them or, or made them thrive as a student. And, hmm. and I'm just trying to help educate everyone that if there's more options, more options.
0: Hence the your current name, thriving athletes.
1: You got it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I'm
0: guessing that's why you changed it from educated athletes to thriving athletes.
1: No, not at all. I changed oh. it because um, educated athletes, like I said, was bought up by NCAA, the URL, I let it, Mm-hmm. expire my fault all my fault it was bought up and um I was working with Jeff Levin at the co-op and mm-hmm. um, he and I was doing I still do a product called thrive but that's not why I did thriving athletes but I just like the word thrive and we were talking one day and he said well, why don't you just call it thriving athletes I mean that's what you're about you like thrive and you like athletes and thriving athletes and I said you know what I just like the name thriving athletes I could care mm-hmm. less about the other stuff it is about kids not only surviving but thriving and um, that came from Jeff Levin um, in the co-op network when I was working with him. Hmm. Yeah. And then I met you and Ryan and you guys worked on this beautiful logo. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. I believe I have my shirt somewhere around here that you gave me that polo shirt with the logo.
1: So. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. And you <laughs> guys, I, I have so many compliments on this logo all the time. I mean, thank hmm. you very much, Chris, you and hmm. Ryan. I know you did. I can't remember what part you did and Ryan did. You did uh,
0: Ryan did the text and I did the, Graphic part
1: That's what I thought. The guy in the yeah. Like here, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I get a lot of good compliments on that logo, and, and I love the logo, and I love thriving athletes. Um, mm. people have asked me before, hey, why don't we change it? Why don't we do this? Some people I work with, and I'm like, no, I mean, and then what? One thing I am going to probably going to change, which you did one already, where it has mm. all the different sports, like the different uh, balls, softball, football, all that. Mm. We yeah. have one that you did up. Yeah. I'm really going to change that and put it in here somewhere because someone recently just said, are you just working with runners? I'm like, oh, hmm. no, don't you get it? Athlete, you know, runner. Hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So athlete runner.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: It's the most basic one.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, and I think at that time when you were doing it, we researched it and that was the most um, the like international thing for an athlete was that running, yeah. that man running man. Yeah.
0: Running man.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey Nancy, how's it going?
1: I know I owe Nancy a phone call. Mm -hmm. We're actually planning in June, 2020 Mm -hmm. to do a athlete's retreat Mm -hmm. with Nancy and Scott. And I have information I have to call them on and let them know all this great stuff about Salt Lake city, South of Salt Lake city where we're going to do it. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be a venture therapy for athletes, but they have to be like freshmen going into the freshman Mm -hmm. um, year.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So okay. Well, on the topic of events, and I'm and, and you start started events around the Chicagoland area, and now it's going more national. So could you tell us more about more on what that's about?
1: Sure. Empowering athletes for life is um, basically in um, Scott. Didn't I say Scott? No. Okay. I'm no, sorry.
0: I think she meant me because I only oh. saw the oh, okay. name Nancy.
1: Okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so empowering athletes for life is where we, um, you know, people say to me, Mary. You know, you have a team. Yes. But can you help us help with more people or people of lower income areas that can't maybe afford your one on one service? So Mm -hmm. we developed Empowering Athletes for Life. Um, We are actually calling it recruiting. Score the perfect fit by Empowering Athletes for Life. And -hmm. the reason why we did that is because of the fact we want people to know that it is about scoring the perfect fit. That's what What it is, is when you go into the event, you get an actual combine where your stats are measured by the Chicago Blackhawks Strength and Conditioning Coach. He comes in with his team and they measure, you know, height, weight, speed, all that kind of stuff. And then we have the full day of events. So what we do is we have a keynote speaker comes in and talks about mindset, let's say. And then everyone breaks out to separate rooms There, you know, there should be about 10, 15 people a room and they all break out and they talk to people about how do you, how to do your how to work a mindset. Cause these kids, they hear these great speeches, but they're like, oh, now what do I do? Hmm. And they learn about um, decision fit, which means the right decision, the right school, the right placement. Um, and then the right decisions while they're in college. Then we have financially fit, which is um, working with people that um working with the FAFSA, working about um, what the budget is, wh- what do you do about a loan? How do you do that? Then we have athletically, I mean, academically fit, which is ACT, SAT prep, um, which is a huge thing. Some schools don't have to have it anymore now, but a lot of schools still are having, where you have to have test scores. And yeah. then we have healthy fit, which is uh, um, people that come in and talk about eating right, etc. you know, healthy mm. type of stuff. Yeah. And I'm missing one. Yeah. Hold on. Financial, ha- financial, academic, yeah. Decision, healthy, and isn't it terrible? I just had like a mind. Oh.
0: Well, welcome to my world. Occasionally, I have a brain freeze.
1: That's my, did I say mindset? Mindset. So mindset, mindset. Okay. Af- academic, healthy, financially. Okay, got them all. Okay. There you go. And there you go. The whole idea here is that these kids have to go through these five things, and they get a certificate that they're an empowered athlete. Hmm. Now. Because you know me and my big visions I have. NCAA is a sporting government for athletes. And you Mm -hmm. have to be certified to play a sport in college through NCAA or NAIA. And college coaches ask for that. When you go apply, they ask you, are you in the NCAA clearinghouse or NAIA clearinghouse? Mm -hmm. I want the coaches to say, are you also an empowered athlete? So it would be something that those kids would have to have a certification of. The college coaches want to know that you know about financials, about your decision, about your academics. They, I want that to be the new standard for college-bound athletes. Hmm. And that is my long-term goal.
0: Hmm. That was the next thing I was going to ask you, actually, of what exactly? how exactly is diving athletes going to move forward from here? How is it going to expand? Any kind of hint? nugget.
1: the app, the app, we're in definitely be doing an app. And then um, we do have um, people, I have one girl in Louisiana that does volleyball, another one, Arkansas volleyball, um, football in um, Texas. So we are going out. In fact, I was just talking to a coach today. I asked him where he thought was the least recruited area in the United States, because there are... He said, everyone is recruited from, I'm reading my notes here, from Chicago, Indianapolis, get this, Chicago, right. Indianapolis, yeah, St. Louis, and, and um, Kansas City. So the basically
0: athlete, all Midwestern.
1: Right. The best athlete, Texas. Hmm. That's what he says. This is just a, a, a Big Ten um, coach I was asking. Um, the best volleyball players, California. I, a,
0: I figured that would be
1: yeah. The case. yeah exactly. I think they grow up with a ball in their hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> They're born, Woo! you know. Yeah, but and
0: um, giant beach line there.
1: So exactly, exactly. But I, I asked a coach that today. I have a, a couple coaches that I'm, I well, many coaches I'm very good friends with, and I was asking them questions about different things, and and um, and so there are areas out there that need us, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, bismarck north dakota south dakota um you know nebraska where there's some awesome athletes that 8.1 million athletes they're somewhere Hmm. and um so the next thing is to spread as far and wide as we can um we are a a cloud-based business so Hmm. except for our events we're a cloud-based business so we can be anywhere which is really cool so that's what we're trying to do to expand 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 and let all the different athletes know that they can play in college,
0: as well as keeping an eye on a kind of new tech that could be going coming around, such as virtual reality kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Yep. And that will be on the on like right now on our site. We will have a private site just for coaches that can go in. And I'm hoping, you know, my hope is down the line that they could be we could connect it all. Like when you go watch a college game or high school game, you can actually connect to their live feed. And my whole thing is that we'd have someone that tech smart that would be able to say, okay, I'm going to go watch a kid at uh, Lincoln Way East high school play at this game. I'm going to connect it. And I can do it right here on my phone and don't have to be there. Hmm. Yeah. Because recruiting budgets are going down to nothing. So it's just one hmm. way to help those college coaches be that middleman to make sure that they see all those different kids that no one gets seen.
0: Yeah. Cause you never know. They might be the next. Uh... Okay. I'm thinking of, you're talking to someone that doesn't really go into sports. I mean, next
1: Michael Jordan. How's that?
0: You know, I was thinking more along the lines of football since that's the most oh. common thing you t- tend to hear. But yeah, I yeah. was a huge Bulls fan in the mid nineties.
1: And <laughs> you know, he got cut from his high school team twice. Yeah. Yeah. And he just, you know, and that's another thing too boys grow later and they perform better later in life. But a lot of times they're freshmen or sophomore. They want to give up cause they don't, they're like, I don't know. I can't do this. Well, Your body's not ready to yet,
2: Hmm. that
1: kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So that's what I'm up to. And yes, empowering athletes for life. I would love it to be in every state. Um, The eventual goal. It will. It will.
0: Yep. It will. Only a matter of time. (laughs) Only a matter of time. Yeah, you know me. (laughs) (laughs) Never giving up. Never surrender.
1: That's right. In fact, (laughs) it's when I used to work in corporate, um, they used to call me Miss Tenacity because. That was my, I, that was the big joke all the time. Yes, there she goes. And I'm like, yep, that's, that's right. I'm not going to give up.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And speaking of more recent things, you, I believe it was last month that you're now some suddenly in a radio show. So how about you tell us about what, what that <laughs> what's going on there? Cause oh, okay. you were telling me about the look of the studio and whatnot.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so much fun. Um, someone texts me and said, can you get on this Zoom call? They're interviewing people for a radio station. And I'm like, mm-hmm. they want they have two time slots to, to fill. Can you get on the Zoom call? I'm like, oh,
2: sure. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I just got on. Yeah, I'm like, okay, fine. So I'm on the Zoom call and they're interviewing everyone on the call and they're talking around and they're asking me all these questions i'm like okay and they said well if we're interested we'll let you know i'm like okay that's it and then like 10 minutes later i get a text by the way can we talk to you and i'm like oh me sure why not okay <laughs> So then, um they start telling me that um q4 radio is a non-for- non-for-profit radio station and what they do is- not
0: the first i've actually heard of a non for-profit radio station I'm-
1: well it's the coolest thing because it's not just a radio station this is the mm. coolest place. That's why I hope that I can get you down there. And that would be kind of fun to do. Um, to, you can do some pictures and that type of stuff. What it mm. is, it is when you walk in, it's like an art studio. Mm.
2: It
1: has so many different mediums of art. It's amazing. It has from um, statues to wall paintings to murals to oils to, oh, my gosh, everything you possibly think of. And then there's a great big art room that you can go in there and paint and do whatever. Then there's a big music room where they do recordings big podcast area, then there is actually a t-shirt, a graphic place that he does all his graphics. And then also in the radio station itself, all the walls are painted by all the different artists. Mm -hmm. And in the radio station, there's actually a studio there. If someone plays an instrument, they can play and perform in there. So Mm -hmm. I I just thought this is so cool because one, it was nonprofit, which I thought was really neat. And two, the fact that um, I would be meeting all these different people. So when the time slots came open, (laughs) And they told me it was 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. I'm like, oh, no way.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> I, well, I'm getting used to waking up very early lately. So. Yeah,
1: I saw that. You've been up early doing that that early walk or ride road hmm. your bike or something. Uh, like.
0: I've been jogging lately, actually.
1: Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> I haven't. Okay. Jogging
0: like the guy in your logo there.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. I have not. I, I have actually been doing 10 minutes a day. On my, I have an elliptical. I have a great elliptical that I bought. Hmm years ago that i thought would never work again and i just plugged it in i was like "Ah, you really work (laughs) so (laughs) dang it (laughs) i was hoping you didn't right (laughs) but it does so i get on there do my little elliptical thing yeah i said
0: some 80s music
1: um um, yes i do (laughs) (laughs) for pandora right (laughs) yeah you just dial that baby right in. <laughs> Isn't it funny when you listen to music from my childhood, my my high school years, you know every word. Mm. I tell myself I'm going to spend 15, 10 to 15 minutes right on this, and I always say four songs. After I get done singing four songs, that's usually 15 minutes because they're about three and a half minutes each, piece, right?
2: Mm.
1: Until something like, you know, some long-ass song, song comes on. They're like, oh, shit, now i got to go 20 minutes. But, yeah, so I've been pretty good about doing that.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah. And yeah. then Patty says get moving, <laughs> lol.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I am, I am. But yeah. So, and,
0: so- uh, Nancy has a question of is this radio station part of Green Cow? Mm-mm,
1: mm-mm. Mm. No, it's not. Um Green Cow now is a online co mingling or co educational space. And yeah. it's really cool. I'm one of the guys. are you one of the guides for that too?
0: Um
1: were you you're doing training sessions?
0: Um, I haven't been able to get to that. Okay. Yeah, because I've been so busy with everything else. But I do want to eventually get down to a point where I start help help helping out more.
2: But.
1: Right. Um. Lee was in a um facility that they have um a, a state like a city run facility and um, they were going to use it for something else. So um, he got, him and Miranda got really creative. And so what they have is a um, online training. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are involved with it where you can go on and you can do little snippets and it's only like five, 10 minute sessions that Mm -hmm. you can learn about different things. And I'm talking about empowering entrepreneurs. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm talking about. Um, how to go through those ups and downs of closing businesses and opening new ones and <laughs> doing all that yeah. stuff I've done, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, so that's part of that. So, Nancy, you get a hold of that, Lee Watson through Green Cow. It's really cool. I mean, you may be able to be a guide on there because it's it's a really neat thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, but I'm going to have to be you bringing you to that studio because yeah. as an artist um you would probably go what radio station
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah what, what are we talking about again i'm i'm just stroking the painting right here
1: exactly exactly all
0: those little texture brushes brushwork.
2: <laughs>
1: exactly. brush work well they have a lot of like modern stuff too like you know where mm. they taken metal and moved it you know made it into a whatever you know mm. i'm not my daughter an artist i'm not but um mm. <laughs> you yeah i'd be calling you in the other room chris you're on get over here <laughs>
0: And now be in, okay, what are we talking about today? So, exactly. So what kind of different subjects does this radio talk show do? And what what are you doing for?
1: Um we're ours is called conscious college conversations. So it's not just about athletes, it's about all conversations you can think of going into college. Hmm. Um, we've had um, actually athletes on there, we've had parents on there, we've had entrepreneurs on there, any information that can help those decisions going into college. Um anything. And we talk about anything. And let me tell you, it's the fastest two hours I ever it goes like this. It's crazy. It's
2: hmm.
1: yeah. And um they have so much on their radio station. I'm gonna look it up for you real quick. It's just yeah,
0: a... look it up for the audience here.
1: Yeah, hang on here. It's hmm. called Q and then the number four radio. And hang on here. There you yeah. Go. And it has like stage and equipment rental. Okay, hmm. they do large print design. I know it's gonna be really hard to see wait let me go this way, like large print design. they do some really cool stuff there, and then the, oh. the what uh, my dog's feet and
0: not feeling well, so he's kind of packing here, just in case anyone's wondering what the hey, hey, is is oh. in the background. It's just oh, there he goes, oh. yeah, that's not g- good good.
1: Poor thing. Okay. Give him some Benadryl. Uh, well,
0: we already got him started on medication, but.
1: Yeah, good. Yeah.
0: But. That's good.
1: Yeah, they have things still like-
0: happening every now and then. I'm just worried about him being <laughs> at that age where, you know, heart problems and whatnot. But,
1: oh, there we go again. Oh, poor thing. Yeah,
0: I know. It was yeah. a lot worse during the weekend where we couldn't do, do anything but wait till the vet office opens and it was just wow wow.
1: yeah that's really sad
2: yeah
1: but here i see like you can even book a photo shoot there and they have rooms that you can book etc
2: you go like that way
1: yeah it's really cool it's a a whole different uh, look as a radio station um and you can become members and you can use it like a co-working type of space it's pretty cool Yeah. yeah That like tonight uh no it's tonight wednesday so i don't even know what's on tonight but um it was started by a few four people that's why it's called q4 hmm. um,
2: but yeah was, sense.
1: yeah like if i went on there now i think they're i don't know what's playing now but you can go on through your phone um it's on it's under q4 radio for um itunes um listen in um all those all those different ones have it it's under q4 radio then you look up um I think we have it under conscious college conversations or three C's radio. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: How's that? Hmm. Uh, let's see. How old old is he? She's talking about my dog. Um I recall over ten, but we adopted him, so not exactly one hundred percent sure of his age, but definitely over ten years old.
2: So, oh, wow.
1: so
0: yeah, it's
1: and he's so tiny. Tiny dogs, eh? Yeah. That's all for poodle. a tiny dog, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a toy poodle, because of my allergies, I'm allergic to most breeds of dogs. so oh. My selection is a bit limited. It more has to do with the fur and dandruff. Oh,
1: that's right. And poodles don't have that, right? Nope. Oh. They just have hair. <laughs> Actual hair, hair?
0: I beliefs so yeah they don't actually shed like you usually see with some dogs and cats especially uh, so
1: oh. well that's good because that's one thing I had when we were young little we had dogs and they shed all over and I said shed people shed
0: yep.
1: oh, there yeah oh yeah you go yes he, he is wanted a, to join he is a cutie
2: yeah
1: when we were a little we had a toy poodle called Susu.
0: Hmm. well yeah. uh, man, we're getting the dog talk from college talk, <laughs> it's just weird. Right. But, yeah, why not? But, yeah. Yeah, he's a toy poodle, so he's he was just uh, abandoned by his family that moved out just in the middle of winter, and we think uh, that they must have just left water and food out for him to distract them while they left, because every time he goes for food or water, he always expects someone to be within eyesight, so Little oh. Bit of PTSD there.
2: Oh, wow! Oh, he's a
1: cutie. Look at him, he just so nice. Hey, what's his name? Spalding Spalding Oh, he,
0: he can't hear. I have headphones on.
1: Oh, I thought he but. was gonna let me go. Spaulding. Look at him. <laughs> oh, I'm trying
0: to get him to
1: not. Oh, there we man. go. He looks happy, he likes sitting there.
0: He's well, his arms are stretched out, trying to hold on for dear life.
1: Uh. <laughs> Yeah, we had big dogs. We had golden retrievers and that type of stuff. Yeah. And the toy poodle we had when we were little, That we also had, you know, all sorts of dogs when we were little. Mm-hmm. My, actually, my dad was, I um, know it was controversial to say this, he was called the great white hunter. Um, he would, many, many years ago, that was popular, people, so don't give Chris some bad news or bad juju or whatever. Um, yeah. But he would go to Africa and go shooting, and that's what they did a long time ago. So don't. Yeah don't yell at me people but one year he brought home a baby tiger hmm. and then we had a baby cougar we had a monkey and we had a black huge ass macaw parrot
2: huh.
1: yeah i'm
0: learning new stuff about you mate, every time so my <laughs> i wonder day. if
1: there are other
0: uh, secrets there <laughs>
1: Oh, there's a lot. But in my dad's home, he actually has tons of taxidermy stuff from many years ago. That's what they, you know, that's how that's what they did. That's
0: it's in the past. So it
1: is, yeah. And it's um amazing stories he has to tell.
2: Hmm.
1: Amazing stories. But um but yeah, so it was amazing. We had these I mean I remember what I remember waking up and hearing this weird noise and going downstairs and seeing a, a mountain lion, baby, mountain lion hmm. in our basement. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> yeah
0: oh yeah. yeah yeah let's see uh, I'm just, uh... Yeah.
1: and then when i was young i ice skated all the time because my dad mm-hmm. built southwest ice arena and mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah so that's his sport, ice skating <laughs>
1: that is right yeah <laughs> i mean i tried out for the ice capades i didn't make mm-hmm. it but i did try out for ice capades because i was one hell of a skater i must say mm-hmm. that i was
0: yeah i never really skated uh the most i did with sports was like around third grade grade which was of course when the whole Chicago Bulls thing was all the rage with uh, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Mook Longley. Uh, yep. I'm trying to remember the others. It's been so long.
1: Much more than I remember. I can, I can tell you about Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan,
2: and yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Rodman. It's on the
0: tip of my tongue because I watched the games a lot with uh, uh-huh. my mother and sister. So, uh-huh. and even recorded those big celebrations with the championships, being uh-huh. like unfortunately the tapes are gone but yeah oh well
1: no, yeah. my husband used to work at the united center before it was wait the what was it called the stadium before it was the united center hmm. uh, before they built the new one and so yeah we have tons of fun stories of basketball hockey all that type of stuff hmm.
0: let's see <laughs> patty says she played tennis and sang in the choir and um, i actually was also in choir actually but very cool i just i just quit after sophomore year because uh you know i was a I wanted to attend classes that were around the same time as that and i wanted to learn 3d animation
1: so ah, well look where I got you see see mm, yeah i actually uh did the i did the drama route i was in hello dolly and that type of stuff when i was in high mm. school
0: oh gosh what what did they do it was uh cinderella rogers and hammerstein and uh the music man
1: huh that's that's what i love high school musicals i mean Hmm. the next thing down the line you know you asked me down the line you mean
0: like that musical high school musical part one two three twenty (laughs) five or whatever they are do
1: like them i do um that's now that down the line, like after empowering athletes gets off on its next feet they'll be empowering fine arts for life and empowering (laughs) students For life, and I just hope to have all these different things all around the country, and helping all these different students find the right placement.
0: Like a thriving yeah. franchise.
1: I would love that. Mm. I would love that. Yep. Yeah. Soon. Soon. Yep.
0: Yeah. Man. So I again getting close to the wire. Actually, <laughs> this has actually been fun.
1: sure <laughs> so, yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So
0: I want to ask ask you this final two questions. I guess you could say. Okay. Uh, what was your favorite sport growing up, and what was your favorite sport to watch, period, even today?
1: Mm. Oh, that's such a great question. Um, first of all, I don't like professional sports, I like mm. high school or college.
2: Mm.
1: I think my favorite sport growing up had to be hockey. My dad owned Southwest Ice Cream when we were young. And um, boy, I was a hockey rat. Mm. I mean, let me tell you, I would. <laughs> And watch hockey for I don't know how long. Any boyfriend I had was from a hockey team. Like um, we would hang out with them all the time. So it was hockey. Um, now, now my favorite sport is volleyball, and now mm-hmm. I love. I'm professional. Like there's volleyball in Europe, and um, the coach at Arizona State is a good friend of mine, and her um, sister sister or cousin actually played over in Europe this year and watching that. And I actually have one of my daughter's dear friends plays for France. And I watch that. Um, I, I really enjoy watching volleyball girls guys and sand. Mm. I like watching all of it. Um, yeah i'm kind of one of those people when you get in a stand, when i'm in the sands you know stands mm-hmm. watching everyone i'm like the one going yeah yeah i know for my kids turn around say, shut up mom <laughs> you got
0: paint over your face with the school colors <laughs> with the foam finger going
2: wow exactly let's go let's go
0: and yeah going, I- oh no oh no look away look away look yes. away <laughs>
1: Yes, my, my my daughters many times would be like, Mom, you know we can't hear you. I'm like, what' okay, I can hear me. <laughs>
0: That's the point.
1: I know, but it is funny. Now that I'm older, I do say to some parents when they're like, "Like, because some parents get so mad. Okay, they get so mad in the stands. They're like, you're like, you didn't get the ball. You didn't dig. You didn't do this. Or coach, you didn't see that. Or ref, whatever. I turn around and I say to parents, you know they can't hear you. And they're like, yes, yes. <laughs>
0: People these days take things way too seriously. I know. I just.
1: I
2: know. Yeah.
1: I was at a game the other day, and I said to someone, "Well, you know, this is just a game." I was at a softball game, and there was this parent going crazy, and um, and they're in fall ball, so it's not like even like big game, right? Hmm. I said to the parent, "I said, you know, it doesn't matter if they win or lose this. There's no championship."
2: Oh my gosh! I can't believe you said that. I'm like, it's true.
1: Yeah. I'm like, it's true. I said, did your kid play the best that she, or he could, Hmm. did they go ahead and, and do the best that they could on the, uh, while they were there? Did Hmm. they, you know, hit the ball the best Did they run the fastest they could, that they could for themselves. If they did, you should be happy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Patty Horn says that Chicago stadium. Yes. Uh, That's what,
1: I'm not sure when that came up, but yeah, my, that's where Oscar worked when, when many years ago.
0: I'm guessing that's when it came up.
1: Yeah,
0: probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. So yeah. actually, another thought came to me. Have you ever um, had international students contact you? And have you ever thought about expanding internationally?
1: Yes, I have two. I well, I, right now I'm working with a Canadian hockey player. One <laughs> more coming on. Um, but the funny thing is, I get texts all the time from kids in Africa, in. Mm. All over the place. Can you help me? Can you help me? Um, there's different rules about you know all that. And I feel mm-hmm. bad. In fact, I have one post that someone came on and said, I'm going to email you, I want you to help me. And so I can't really help some of those because of different rules. Because mm-hmm. when they come here, it's all the immigration type of thing. <gasps> oh, I just thought about something. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Here's an aha moment. I know someone that wants to work with immigration really bad, hmm. and I have athletes always asking me to come over here from another country. Hmm. 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 Ding, 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 ding.
0: Wow, this show really helped helped you out with that.
1: It hmm. did, and Miss hmm. Patty Horton knows what I'm talking about. And wow, so
0: hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. All right. very interesting. All right, yeah. well, thank you for asking that question.
0: Yeah, that's the, basically the next step for thriving athletes, going internationally.
1: Yeah. Canadian, Make it
0: an international brand.
1: Uh, I, I would love that. Canada, Canada is very easy. I mean, because they have the same rules as we do. Hmm. You know, so um, yeah.
0: Ding, I do lol patty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, so that would be really cool. So yes, hmm. yeah. So maybe we'll be internationally sooner than you think. I and mean, we are in Canada, yes, but I would love to be in other countries. Hmm, okay. On my vision board yeah. is Barcelona.
0: Hmm. So maybe start off with Europe since sports is big there, really big there too. So. Yeah, yeah well, everywhere really. But yeah. you usually hear about the United States and Europe.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I do have two athletes that play for play volleyball in Europe, but um, that's hmm. they they pay, play after college. Hmm. And with football in Europe, um, in the same with basketball in Europe, they pay their athletes to pay, to play. But they usually take them after they do at least a year or two of college. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yep. And Nancy Scott said you heard it here first, folks.
2: That's right. She's
0: expanding.
2: Uh-huh. Starting now, thinking <laughs> yeah. about it. At
0: least brainstorming.
1: I already, so. yeah, I already have. I'm gonna, in fact, when we're done here, I'll be talking to someone right away, saying, "I got an idea."
0: <laughs> yes. And speaking of that, how can people contact you?
1: Oh, great question. Um, easy. I'm all over Facebook, which you already know for yep. thriving. Yeah, Thriving Athletes um or empowering athletes. But thriving athletes.org is the best way and there's a yep. oh,
0: there goes the dog again. Sorry. Oh. oh boy.
1: But he has medication,
0: Yeah. But it's kind of I hope
1: It sounds like it you
0: know. yeah, it Well, sounds I don't know. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, thriving athletes.org. Right
1: There's tons of information on there and you can just click on it. It says contact Mary and you can contact us.
0: Yeah, and and Patty says write it down. Write down the idea right now. Go on.
1: It's already, it's it's, got it. Yep. You got it. Um, Got it, got it.
0: So I just wanted to thank you again for joining me tonight, Mary. It was fun and especially being able to, you know, help you get that idea to really expand it globally. So, Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I know someone I can pick on right now that would be able to start with that, which is really exciting.
0: Mm. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Anyone in Europe, contact her.
1: Yep. I want to go Barcelona. Like I said, Barcelona is on my I have a vision board right over there. Barcelona is mm. right there. And, mm. that, and I have- Barcelona,
0: his- Spain, by the way, for some folks <laughs> that might not know.
1: And I have a Hispanic speaking husband. Mm. Who played semi-pro soccer in Monterrey, Mexico
0: synchronicity right there Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) exactly so i I didn't get to ask you any questions how you been chris what's going on with you
0: oh just doing these live streams and of course that new intro and just thinking of i'm basically i guess more of a cocoon phase i guess you could say with everything i've learned throughout this year and trying to piece everything together before my big trip to Southeast Asia in December so
2: oh you are
1: going yeah oh my gosh are you now who are you going with
0: an old friend of mine from all the way back to second grade so Oh my he, God, he's kidding. been working around the Chicago region for so long that he just wants to you know get out and he's taking me along with him with that trip as wow. the first big one so
1: that's cool are you guys um doing um hostels or are you staying at places or what are you doing
0: um it's still organizing that but yeah. nope, you know i maybe i should oh right it's that time already i have a meet i'm late for a meeting actually okay, so
1: no problem. no problem at all well yeah. i'm glad to hear about you going to asia that's really exciting yeah. um, thanks for having me um yeah. i'll have to
2: have
0: you on no yeah and should have you back up here next time when you finally do go international and see what's going on there
2: Sounds like a plan. Sounds like yeah. a plan. <laughs> well, so thank anyway. you for having me. Yep.
0: Thank thank you. And also thank you everyone for joining. I would certainly hope that all of you would enjoy it and be able to share this. Share, share, share.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh next week, uh for through artistic eyes, we're having Mikey Adam Cohen actually wow. on here. So
1: what a great guy. You'll have a blast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and of course that. Uh, Thank you guys for watching and hope to see you again next week, same time, same place and uh, take care, everyone. Bye
1: <laughs> bye.